Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Summer. The woman who used to lead D.C.'s 911 system files a whistleblower lawsuit against the city. I'm Megan Cloherty. Maryland leaders make a final push to relocate the FBI headquarters in Prince George's. I'm John Doman. After COVID, some people will never trust the CDC. Others will fully trust it. We'll talk about a new survey in 15 minutes. 9 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. A major data breach involves the sensitive personal information of members of Congress and their staffs. U.S. Capitol Police say lawmakers' families have also been affected. D.C. HealthLink confirms that data on an unspecified number of customers was stolen. Intelligence analyst Alan Lisko with Recorded Future says of the breach... Looking at the ads on the underground forum where this is being sold, the attacker probably did not know at first what they had, but then once they saw the names in there, absolutely uh, are aware of that and... And they are touting the fact that there are congressional records in there. The FBI says it's assisting with the investigation. In Nevada... Tough driving near Lake Tahoe as the snow keeps falling across the state line. Those in Northern California are preparing for another atmospheric river. In Southern California, the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Office says as they respond to calls for service for those who've been snowbound in the mountains, they have so far identified 12 people who've died, but they say right now they can only confirm one as weather-related. The other investigations are ongoing. Staff at St. Bernardine Medical Center have donated some much-needed supplies for people still trapped by snow. ER man- nursing manager Danielle I know other supplies are coming, but every little bit counts, especially when we don't have a local grocery store. An investigation prompted by the 2020 police shooting death of Breonna Taylor leads the U.S. Department of Justice finding that the Louisville Police Department has engaged in a pattern of violating constitutional rights. Attorney General Merrick Garland. The Justice Department recommends 36 remedial measures that provide a starting framework for changes that are necessary to improve public safety build community trust, and comply with the Constitution and federal law. Rochester, New York police have denied the renewal of an entertainment license for a venue after the deaths of two people in a concert stampede last Sunday. It's not yet clear what sparked the rush to the doors. Rochester Police Chief David Smith. This is not the end of the investigation of the Rochester Police Department's response. It is one step we can immediately take to ensure that the events of Sunday night are not repeated. 
One woman remains in critical condition. CBS's Margaret Brennan on a crucial shortage of a popular inhaler. The FDA is warning about a shortage of a popular asthma medication, albuterol. A major factory recently closed, leaving only one manufacturer of liquid form of the drug, most often used in nebulizers for young children. Traditional inhalers aren't impacted. Stocks closed mixed on Wall Street. The Dow closed down 58 points. NASDAQ up 46. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. 903 here on WTOP, Wednesday evening, March 8th, 2023. In Reston, it's 44. We could be down below freezing in some suburbs. I'm Dimitri Sotis for the top local stories we're following for you. Something that has not happened in nearly three decades. Tonight, the U.S. Senate has voted overwhelmingly 81 to 14 to block a D.C. law. The new criminal code would have lightened penalties for several violent crimes. Let's go to WTOP's Mitchell Miller on Capitol Hill. Texas Senator Ted Cruz was one of many Republicans who sharply criticized the D.C. Council for lowering mandatory penalties for crimes including carjacking. Who in their right mind looks to those rising crime rates and says the answer is to lower the penalties. Maryland Senator Chris Van Hollen was among the few Democrats who defended D.C.'s right to develop its own criminal code. This resolution is an attack on the democratic rights of the people of District of Columbia. Van Hollen and Maryland Senator Ben Cardin voted against the disapproval resolution. Virginia Senators Mark Warner and Tim Kaine voted for it. President Biden has said he won't veto the measure. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. Next to Newport News, Virginia, as we learned that the six year old student who shot his teacher during class early this year will not face any criminal charges. The city prosecutor is telling NBC News that the possibility of a six-year-old standing trial is problematic. He doesn't believe there's legal basis to charge the child. Instead, his office is looking into whether any adults related to the case should be charged. The shooting at Rich Neck Elementary School back in January sent a first-grade teacher to the hospital. A lawsuit is now expected to be filed on behalf of the teacher, 25-year-old Abigail Zwerner. Also new tonight, a teenager learns his fate after pleading guilty in the shooting of commanders running back Brian Robinson last year. The Washington Post reports that the 15-year-old boy is being ordered to remain in custody, in the custody of D.C.'s Department of Youth Rehabilitation Services until he's 21. Robinson was shot in the leg during an attempted robbery in the H Street Corridor in Northeast back in August, but he did recover during the football season and was helping his team win some games later on that season. The team pleaded guilty to that attempted robbery earlier this year and pleaded guilty to voluntary manslaughter in the shooting death of 15-year-old Andre Robertson in October. The former director of D.C.'s 911 dispatch center was kicked out from that position after only a year. Now she says the mayor and her administration repeatedly concealed errors to downplay serious, life-threatening and often fatal mistakes. That's according to a whistleblower lawsuit filed earlier this month An important story for anybody who spends time in D.C. if you ever need a first responder. In her suit, former interim director of the Office of Unified Communications, Cleo Sabido, says when she took the helm in January 2021, she was astonished at the problems plaguing the 911 dispatch center. Sabido claims dispatchers sent responders to the wrong address 10 times in just one day, and that the office intentionally avoided public information requests, was understaffed, undertrained, and working with outdated equipment. 
When she reported concerns the city could be violating the law with how it was reporting 911 call taker data, she was fired. The mayor's response? I look forward to that case. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. For more than a decade, the federal government has been working to find a new home for the FBI's headquarters outside of D.C. It's now down to Springfield, Virginia, or Greenbelt, or Landover, Maryland. Today, leaders in Maryland got a chance to convince the GSA one more time and the FBI why they should go to one of those last two sites, Greenbelt or Landover. This is a legacy-defining decision for the Biden administration. Maryland Governor Wes Moore and other leaders came here to GSA headquarters emphasizing multiple executive orders from President Biden that focus on equity. Equity is important and is not to be made a mockery of. And also cost. Senator Chris Van Hollen. The cost of Springfield is a minimum of a billion dollars more. But cost and equity rank low in the current scoring, while proximity to Quantico is the highest. GSA assured us, and the FBI assured us, they would go back to the table. Congressman Steny Hoyer says... And reassess the correctness of this process. At GSA headquarters, John Dome in WTOP News. Now it's Virginia's turn. Those politicians, including the governor, are expected to make their final pitch to the GSA tomorrow morning. You'll get full coverage right here on WTOP. Students should not be allowed to use their smartphones in school. That's the recommendation that a health advisory board made to the Arlington School Board earlier this year. A county spokesman tells WTOP three schools there currently have a policy where students' phones are locked away at the start of each day. They get them back at the end of the school day. Fairfax County Schools recently changed their cell phone policy, banning them in most places on school campuses all day. Arlington now reports school board members have mixed opinions on the possibility of a total ban. Are you the parent of an outstanding student-athlete? Nominate your favorite high school athlete for their chance to be. WTOP's next player of the week. Each week beginning the week of March 13th will feature one athlete on air and online. Visit WTOP.com search player to apply today. Sponsored by Main Street Bank. Coming up here, did our economy at least get off to a strong start this year? And what is Adidas going to do with all those shoes in its former association with the disgraced rapper Ye? Stay with us on WTOP at 908. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, Bob Imler in the traffic center. Around the Beltway in Maryland and in Virginia, traffic is running without delay. Outbound Clara Barton Parkway, the Cabin John Parkway, uh, still cleaning up the last of the crash there. Should be getting by at least single file, pretty much without delay at this point. And on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, the road work is up before 195. You get by very slowly now, single file to the right, traveling northbound on Maryland 295 at 195 near BWI Marshall Airport. 95 is running without delay between the beltways. All is quiet up and down 270. Clear sailing on 50 out to the Bay Bridge. And in Virginia, traffic continues to run well on 66, both inside and outside the beltway. And on both 395 and 95, all is quiet tonight. It's Regency Furniture's March Madness Mania. Score big savings on top name brands like Beauty Rest Black, plus up to 60 months no interest financing and rapid delivery. Visit RegencyFurniture.com. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Steneford. Clear skies and cold tonight. Lows will be in the 20 suburbs, low to mid-30s in the district. Sunshine, much lighter winds on Thursday. Highs low to mid-50s. A cold rain moves in on Friday. May start us some wet snow, many north and west. Little or no accumulation. Highs 40 to 45. And on Saturday, mostly cloudy and breezy. Highs in the 40s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Mike Steneford. At the wharf in D.C., we're at 48 degrees. It's also 48 at National Harbor. And Sterling is at 44. 
We could be down to the 30s, close to D.C., and even the 20s in some suburban areas tonight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. 910. It's money news at 10 and 40 past the hour with Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The economy started strong in 2023 with consumer spending steady, manufacturing stabilizing. But a Fed survey of economic conditions around the country found a less optimistic outlook with expectations calling for little further improvement ahead. Uncertainty about the outlook for the economy and interest rates produced a choppy Wall Street session. Dow Industrials dropped 58, the S&P 500 rose 6, the Nasdaq added 46. Now that Adidas has scrapped its deal with Ye, the artist who used to be known as Kanye West, what'll it do with all the Yeezy merchandise it has? Adidas' new CEO is considering selling it and giving the profits to charity. Federal regulators are investigating reports of steering wheels falling off in some new Tesla Model Y SUVs. About 120,000 vehicles are affected. The cars may be missing a retaining bolt that holds the wheel in place. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Asian markets are mixed tonight. South Korea's Kospi down a quarter percent. Tokyo stocks up half a percent. Still ahead on WTOP, some argue that the COVID pandemic shattered some people's faith in the health institutions from the CDC on down. Other people continued to follow the directions dutifully and still believe in science and still believe in those institutions. We'll talk to a Harvard researcher about restoring faith in time for the next medical emergency. Stay with us at 912. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-777-1979. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Providers help thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-777-1979. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-777-1979. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. Call 800-777-1979. 800-777-1979. Good evening at 9.13. It can be dangerously easy to steal your identity during tax season because so much sensitive info is all together. Before we start the annual meeting of Sean's personal info, uh, has anyone seen Social Security number? Not me. Nuh-uh. Oh, no. He's been stolen. LifeLock by Norton makes it easy to help protect yourself. If you become a victim, we'll work to fix it. No one can monitor all transactions, but you can save up to 25% off your first year with promo code NEWS at LifeLock.com. Identity theft protection starts here. Attorney Joe Cordell. Divorce forces a father to focus on what's most important, his children. You may no longer be a husband, but you'll always be a dad. In the divorce process, this comes down to three key concerns physical custody, decision-making, as well as financial support. Each of these is important, and it's important that you choose a lawyer that cares as much about these issues as you do. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Fairfax area attorneys. Offices in Fairfax, Virginia, and Frederick, Maryland. CordellCordell.com. Coming up here on WTOP, Jim Beheim. For how many decades now have we referred to him as the Syracuse men's basketball coach? No longer tonight. 
Rob will tell us in about 10 minutes with sports. Stay with us. Bring the power of local banking right to your fingertips. FVC Bank is a local community bank serving businesses throughout the DMV. Switch to FVC Bank. Enjoy safe, secure, and convenient online access to your checking and savings accounts. Enjoy the option of online bill pay and e-statements. Isn't it time you experience hassle-free banking? Visit FVCBank.com. That's FVCBank.com. Member FDIC. Ah, that's the sound of knowing you've got a free ride home guaranteed. If you like carpooling or vanpooling, but worry about getting stuck at the office, relax. With Commuter Connections, you can get a free ride home for unexpected emergencies or unscheduled overtime, even if you're commuting just a few times a week. All free. Register or renew today for free at commuterconnections.org or call 800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. It is 9.15 and I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. A major debate during the COVID pandemic was about whether we could trust the information given to us by health agencies on the federal, state, and local levels. Now we've got the first national representative survey of American adults on that subject done at Harvard. It shows that the CDC was highly trusted for information by more than one-third of adults, whereas state and local health departments were highly trusted by about a quarter. And 10% reported no trust at all in these agencies for health information. We talked tonight with Dr. Jillian Steelfisher, senior research scientist at Harvard School of Public Health. She says the research now published in this month's issue of Health Affairs shows people don't expect health agencies to have all the answers right away, but they want you to clearly communicate what they do know don't know and how they're working to find the answers. Folks who are high trusting believe that public health agencies have their best interests at heart. They're working hard, a sense of compassion. And it's hard to show that at an institutional level to communicate the idea that people inside care about the people outside and to understand where the public's at. And so that's really the element. We do see some differences in how this looks when you think about trust in the federal level compared to state local level. You know, at the federal level, what really drives trust is, is more that technical side the belief that science is driving, and that's where a lot of the research is situated. It makes sense, right? And at the state and local level, there's a tighter link to the idea that those agencies care about people, they're providing the service, and that's where state and local public health agencies can really lean on in terms of the reason that folks are trusting them. And now let's move to the folks that have no trust at all. That's folks with the most entrenched reasons. They're not only worried about external influences on you know, whether it's the private sector or politics, they're also worried principally about policy overreach. They're worried about perceived conflicts with the religious beliefs. These are much more embedded issues and a much greater challenge on, on making that connection. And when we think about the folks who are maybe not the highest level trusting, but they have some, that's a foundation to build on. Can we talk about the importance that these perceptions change in some cases so that we get through the next pandemic or whatever health emergency comes our way in better shape? You know, it is important, but I think it's important that it's not just that agencies need to be more trusted in the abstract, right? It's that we actually need to support public health agencies so they are more trustworthy. It's about what they actually are doing and how we can make them stronger. First, I think we need to make sure that public health agencies have a clear lane of authority to make those science-based recommendations, right? That's the driver, that's the key driver on the degree of trust. And so at the federal level, right, that's where the research needs to be. 
But even at the state and local level where maybe there's not so much of the science generated, there need to be assurances and procedures in place so that those agencies can make recommendations that follow that science and that they're giving recommendations to elected officials and rather than kind of seeming like the flow is going the other way, right? Not having the information flow from elected officials. There also need to be processes where public health agencies can get information and collaborate with folks in the private sector. That's so essential in an emergency. And, and I don't want to undermine that partnership, or that sense of partnership, but it needs to happen in a way that protects the process from seeming undue influence or, you know, making sure it's reasonably transparent. We want to make sure that there are resources that public health agencies can actually deploy in an emergency, right? So we know a key reason for trust is that they provide people with resources. Those are there that you can trust them in that. And so we need to actually stock our stockpiles, make sure they're prepared with resources, masks, gloves, prophylactics, vaccines, all the things that we might need for the range of emergencies that might come our way and make sure that public health agencies can act to deploy them as soon as they are needed so that people can have confidence in the process. Dr. Jillian Steelfisher, senior research scientist at Harvard School of Public Health. Read more about her research on people's trust in health agencies after COVID at WTOP.com. Search health affairs. Going to Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. On the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, northbound at 450. Report of one stopped in the roadway, so be alert there. And farther north, on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, near BWI Marshall Airport at 195. The work crew is back, getting by single file to the right very slowly. And southbound lanes are open. 95 is without delay both ways. Traffic on 270, also running well between the Beltway and Interstate 70. Clear sailing on 50 out to the Bay Bridge. In fact, around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, no incidents or delays to report. At last report, outbound Clara Barton Parkway, the Cabin John Parkway. Uh, traffic getting by under police direction around the cleanup of the earlier crash. On 395 and 95 on the Virginia side, all is quiet and pretty much the same story on 66. No work zones have set up on 66 as of yet tonight. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Stennifer. Clear skies and cold tonight. Lows will be in the 20 suburbs, low to mid-30s in the district. Sunshine with lighter winds on Thursday, a high in the low to mid-50s. A cold rain on Friday could begin as some wet snow, mainly north and west. Little or no accumulation. Highs 40 to 45. Cloud cover and breezy on Saturday. Highs low to mid-40s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stennifer. Right now at DuPont Circle 48, Germantown 41, Annandale 46, some of us dropping into the 30s close to D.C., and we may even dip into the 20s outside, that is, uh, far north and west. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Let's take a look at the top stories we're working on on WTOP. In a rare act of unity, the Senate has voted to block D.C.'s revised criminal code from taking effect. A six-year-old boy who shot his first-grade teacher in Newport News, Virginia, close to the start of the year, is not going to face any criminal charges. But... Others may. Keep it here for full details in the minutes ahead. An update to the deadly crash involving two teenagers, 18-year-olds, in Prince George's County just yesterday in Upper Marlboro. A little more detail on what happened and one of the people, in fact, the girl, the woman who died, the 18-year-old, has now been identified. So those details are on the way on WTOP at 921. Melwood is accepting unwanted vehicles in any condition. Donating your vehicle to Melwood is fast and easy and supports your local community. We accept most vehicles in any condition, even if it's old or doesn't run. To donate, call 1-877-MELWOOD or visit melwood.org forward slash radio. Melwood, empowering people with disabilities for 60 years. 
Call 1-877-MELWOOD to donate today. When buying and selling a home, there is no need to stress. Be confident. This is Dave Johnson, and believe me, you can be confident with Jennifer Young of Jennifer Young Homes. Jennifer and her team, the marketing approach gave me confidence, sold my home in days with multiple offers, and Jennifer's guaranteed sale program. That can give you confidence to go ahead and make an offer on a new home without fear of getting stuck with two mortgages. Because Jennifer can guarantee to sell your home at price and deadline you agree to, or she'll buy it herself. So go ahead, connect with Jennifer at 877-611-SELL or online at jenniferyounghomes.com. Kimberly Realty, 703-815-5700-922. I was ashamed to smile. My missing and decaying teeth affected my relationships, my career, my self-esteem, and my health. With these implants, I feel like I have my life back. Dr. Golpa's dental implant procedure is a miracle. Thanks to the exclusive technology developed by Dr. Golpa, it is now possible to replace failing teeth or ill-fitting dentures with beautiful permanent teeth in just 24 hours and at half the cost. Go to yourteeth.com to learn more and schedule a consult at at our new Tyson's Corner office. That's yourteeth.com. Do you know a student athlete who deserves recognition? Nominate your favorite high school athlete for their chance to be WTOP's next Player of the Week. Each week from now through May 19th, WTOP will choose one local athlete in the DMV to be featured on air and online for their contributions to their community and to their team. Visit WTOP.com, search Player to nominate today. WTOP's Player of the Week program is sponsored by Main Street Bank. Bank where you breathe. MStreetBank.com. This is WTOP News. 923, a doctor licensed to practice in both D.C. and Virginia is sentenced to more than a year behind bars, 15 months in prison for illegally prescribing drugs. 39-year-old Dr. Robert Sal pleaded guilty earlier this year. His name was found on the prescription bottles of a man who overdosed last May. It turns out Sal did not have a doctor-patient relationship with the man. Prosecutors say text messages detailed in court filings show that Sal prescribed narcotic pain medication to the man in exchange for cash. Authorities say after learning of the man's death, Sal backdated medical records to make it look as though he was the man's doctor and the prescriptions were legitimate. Breathtaking testimony in the first day of the Fairfax County murder trial of Veronica Youngblood. She's charged with shooting and killing her two daughters in their McLean apartment in 2018. Here in circuit court, jurors heard the 911 call from Veronica Youngblood's 15-year-old daughter, Sharon, after she'd been shot twice. Struggling to breathe and begging for help, she told the 911 dispatcher that her mother had shot her. The call taker reassured the girl that help was on the way and encouraged her to keep breathing. Jurors heard the sound of the front door being broken down. She was rushed to the hospital where she died. Her lawyers said Youngblood has endured a long history of abuse and trauma. They asked she be found not guilty by reason of insanity. In Fairfax, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. Learning more about that deadly crash involving a wise high school student in Upper Marlboro. Police say that the car that 18-year-old Kaylee Haygood was riding in was heading north on Ritchie Marlboro Road yesterday. The car tried to pass a vehicle and crashed into the back of a landscaping trailer that was parked on the roadside. Haygood was sitting in the passenger seat as she died at the scene. The driver, an 18-year-old man, was taken to the hospital. We're still working to figure out how severe that man's injuries are. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Let's go to Rob Woodfork. All right, just went final over at Capital One Arena. The Wizards led by as many as 15, but the Atlanta Hawks controlled the fourth quarter. They win 122-120 to 120 as Kristaps uh, Porzingis just hit a step-back three 
to end the game. But if my math is correct, that's still two points shy of uh, sending this thing to overtime. It was a great night for him individually, 43 points uh, with that uh, final shot there at the buzzer. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, 25 points, 10 rebounds. But the Wizards with 18 turnovers, that's just a little too much to overcome in a game that they needed to win to pull even with the Hawks in the standings. Down a level, Georgetown was in a 21-point hole at halftime. Again, their uh, Big East uh, tournament opener, Villanova, uh, 48-25 lead as we're about five minutes into the second half. Howard onto the MEAC semifinals thanks to a route of South Carolina State. And the A-10 tournament, GW eliminated in round two. They lose to St. Joe's. George Mason topped Richmond 62-57. They're on to a quarterfinal matchup with St. Louis. The big news of the day, though, came out of Syracuse. Head coach Jim Beheim done after 47 seasons. Longtime assistant Adrian Autry, now the head coach of the Orange. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Okay, Rob, still ahead. We've got breaking news. D.C.'s healthcare marketplace has been hacked. Members of Congress, their information out on the dark web, we're told. Stay with us. Hi, guys. It's Mark. Are you struggling with ED? Did you know that a major medical breakthrough is now available and it isn't?